last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see bubbles. I see the ocean. I see music. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, there is still so much beauty. You just have to be brave enough to see it. Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And as you heard it, yes, that was a commercial that is being played right now as we speak in the wonderful country of Canada, you know, north of the United States. That beautiful, beautiful country. It's a beautiful country. Yes, indeed it is. But what is going on up there and why are they... Like I'm saying, I want to say this very carefully, somewhat carefully, but why are they wanting people to commit suicide? They have this program called MAID, M-A-I-D, and it stands for Medical Assistance Induced Death. Why do they have it? And can anybody get it? And on top of that, is there any correlation with this system with the fire that's going on in Canada? Yes, I will talk about all of that and how it actually correlates together in the hand of God and judgment that might be upon Canada as we speak. This and a lot more right after this beautiful intro music. Again, welcome to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And yes, that is exactly correct. You heard it correct. There is an assistant program called MADE, for short, that people in Canada can call. They can call this program and they will help them assist that these medical assistants, doctors, will help them assist, if I'm saying that correctly, does that sound correct? Help them assist them? They will help assist them, there we go, in committing suicide. And you might think, well, it's only for for illnesses that are actually going to kill them and they're probably already on their deathbed. Um, no. No, 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 no. Actually, May, just last month, May, 17th they just passed a law in Canada where you don't really need a terminal illness um you can just say you're depressed you can just say you have some sort of mental illness going on some mental health issues going on just just the way you think and we will help you commit suicide you know, we won't ask questions we want you dead Yes, that is exactly what is going on in Canada. And I do recall I did an episode on this about almost a year ago. It was about it was, I know it was a while ago, but it was almost a year ago. And I spoke upon the, the phone call that was made to one of these assistants. And they actually assisted a person to commit suicide with a gun on the phone. On the phone shot themselves on the phone with the help of made in Canada 
M-A-I-D. Just, just think about that. So they are already, this, this is something that um, Trudeau, you know, the prime minister, whatever you want to call this guy in Canada, people already think this dude is just outside of his mind. Crazy. But this guy put this into law. And now, not even a full month later, they are backlogged. So many people are trying to commit suicide in Canada that they are now backlogged with this assistant program. And the people who are truly, who, who truly have a terminal illness, they're putting them you know, they get pushed back even more for people who really have no, I'm not going to say have no real problem, I'm not going to say that, but people who are dealing with just mental illness, mental health, where instead of killing themselves, they should be helped to get out of the state and the mindset that they are in. But that's not what they want in Canada. They want all of them dead. And they're going to help them kill themselves and yes this is the same country who outlawed made it illegal made it illegal to prosecute a person with the death penalty in other words there's no death penalty in canada at all however this is what this is the catch of 22 i know i haven't said that phrase in a while however if you are an inmate in prison, if you get a hold of maid, yes, if you get a hold of maid, they will assist you in killing yourself. And it's perfectly legal now. Yeah, we're going to do away with the death penalty, but if you want to kill yourself, we're going to ahead and help. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and help you out. We'll make that happen just for you, all Canadians. So. I just, I just, I'm, I'm just going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there so I can tell everybody before I go on to go ahead and go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. You can catch up on all, and I mean all, my previous episodes. And of course, this one, if you go to Spotify and you're a Spotify subscriber, you can talk to me. We will talk. You can go to Twitter. Um, what's my Twitter name? As the Island. Go to Twitter as the Island. I'm there on Twitter. You can also talk to me right there, and you can also go to me on Rumble. And if you are a Rumble subscriber for me, that's A3S2 the Island again. A3S2 the Island on Rumble. You will actually get small clips, small clippets, or whatever you want to call it, that will let you know what I'm about to talk about. And so this, what I'm about to talk about. Is something that I mentioned on my Rumble page. Canada and judgment. What does Canada and judgment, what does this have to do with that commercial? With them wanting their own citizens to commit suicide if they call this assistant program called MAID? What does all of this have to do with each other? Well, First, you got to understand one thing. Anybody who's trying to commit suicide, they're struggling with something, struggling mightily, mightily with something. And this is something no one should take lightly. 
Nobody should take this lightly. And if you are a person struggling with this, please reach out and get some help to not to assist you to kill yourself, but to assist you to get out of that mindset. Because if you are in that mindset, there are a few things that are going on and we have to stop that. So you can start to so we can start helping and seeing things more clearly because nobody wants you to actually kill yourself. Patty the Batty, you know, that's that's he's a UFC fighter. Patty the Batty had a whole monologue at the end of one of his fights. At the end of one of his fights, he let everyone know that one of his friends committed suicide and he had it, it was very emotional. And he, in short, said, I would rather for anybody, I don't care who you are, especially men out there, I would rather for you to talk to somebody, to talk to me and cry on my shoulder than for you to end your life. That is not right. So this specific episode, specific specific episode, we're going to go through a whole ordeal. And I hope everyone listens and sees this clearly and understands this. Because this is something that nobody should take lightly. And everybody, regardless of what you think and believe, you have to understand what I am about to say because it's going to be the truth. And you have to understand that. And once you understand this, what I'm going to say and what I'm going to speak on, then you will start to truly see how to help somebody that's dealing with this or yourself, how to, in short, start pulling and working yourself out of the hole that you feel like you are in. I am one for sure who, have, who has and has been also in the past and probably still will be in the future who has dealt with this, who is dealing with this. Because I've said it in plenty of episodes in the past, I also myself have been diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis, multiple sclerosis, sorry, I butchered that my own self, I have my own issues, but whatever, multiple sclerosis, I have been diagnosed with MS, white matter disease, seizures, epileptic seizures, and truly been diagnosed with clinical depression. But every day I fight to beat this every day, even on the days where I don't just I just don't want to get up out of bed. But I fight. I don't stop. I can't stop. However, it's not about me today. This is a subject that's close to me, very close, but it's not going to be about me. I need people to truly understand exactly what all of this is and how this correlates into Canada and this situation that they are in and all of these wild fires that are going on that's also affecting the East Coast of the United States of America. So before I get truly into it, let's understand something. Let's understand this major part. There have been many, many people who have committed suicide that has been dealing that has been dealing that had been dealing with mental illness 
So I'm not going to put that on on some low-level thing. Like I said, I deal with it myself. Also, there's many people out there who truly has a terminal illness. And both of these things together, combined, even separately, will cause depression to fall upon you. It can, and it will. So we must understand that first. There's many people, especially in the sports world, they retired, and some during their career as they were playing their, their sport, they just ended their life. That's something we do not want. Now, I've spoke on this, like I said before in the past, and the example that I gave was that of Chris Benoit when it, it was just a tragic death and he killed his family and himself. Now, there's others that basically had the same issue going on. You can say it was CTE. You can say they were falling in depression and things of that nature. And yes, it all, it, it's a tragic end for all of them. It, it is. There's Philip Adams. He was an NFL player. He killed six people and then killed himself. We have Junior Seau, who shot himself in the chest. There's countless of people who have dealt and were dealing with things, and it all ended tragically for themselves and for others around them. And this is something that we should not be taking lightly, and a place like Canada should not be going around and, and, and basically encouraging people to kill themselves, but do it in a, in, a, in a setting, you know, that's what they want. They just do it in a setting where we can help you, we can assist you into doing this stuff. Instead of assisting these people into a, a, a transition or assisting them into a different mindset that Things can get better, and at the very least, before before anything, before God is the one that truly calls you home, we can actually help you acknowledge the goodness of life, regardless of your situation. But no, that's not what Canada wants. And so I, I, I mentioned just a, a, a couple, a, a, just a couple of athletes, where this succumbed them. This fell upon them. Call it what you want. But when something like this happens to a person, it's not just brain disease. It's not just CTE, a bunch of concussions. It's more to that. Because there's a lot of people who have concussions, who had concussions, who got concussions, and they will not go down this path. So we have to be very careful. On calling it, this is something that everybody will get. Actually, that's not true. It's far from the truth. So, what truly happens to these people? And like I said, you can believe me or not. However, I want people to truly understand one of the first instances when this happened. And yes, again, let's take it all the way back to the Bible. Let's go straight to... One of the ones where it, it truly depicts and gives you a, a fluent 
picture on a person who dealt exactly with this and what God's word said it was, says it is. And this person, just like the names that I said, just like this person, these guys were big time, big time, had a lot of money, a lot of fame, a lot of fortune. This person, the exact same thing. Actually, you could say he was truly big time because he was a king, the first king of the people of Israel, the very first. I know a lot of people will say, well, God was their king. Yes, yes, I'm talking about the first the first king that the people truly wanted to have this guy. It was this guy, King Saul. He was a man who was anointed by the prophet Samuel, anointed by God through the prophet Samuel. And he was a man, the Bible says he was a beautiful man. He looked very gorgeous. He was a gorgeous guy. He was handsome, big, tall, strong. He was the alpha male picture of what everybody wants a king to look like. It was this guy. King Saul was the man. He went around and fought and had no problem of fighting. But all of a sudden, something happened to him. All of a sudden, like the Bible says, a spirit of evilness fell upon him. God departed from him. God stopped talking to him. And we're going to come back to that. But God stopped talking to King Saul and departed from him. And once God departed from Saul, King Saul, a spirit of evilness fell upon him. And it would this spirit would come and go. It would, it would come down upon him and then it would leave him at certain times, but it it basically had free will to to do whatever and fall upon King Saul whenever it wanted. And if you go through the book of 1 Samuel, because this is going to be in the book of 1 Samuel, then you will start to understand one major thing. This evil spirit that the Bible says, you'll start to understand that it was depression. It was the spirit of what we would call the spirit of depression. How many people do we know in today's time, in today's world, where the spirit of depression will fall upon them, they will get very depressed, and the first thing they will do, or the first thing a depressed person will do, is they will go to music. They want to listen to music. And it helps them, it, it actually does help them to get out of their funk, to get out of the depressing zone that they're in. It might take a little while, but eventually they get up. They're like, all right, that's that's I, I listened to this song, these few songs, and I'm good to go to at least finish out my day and then go to sleep. And then I'll listen to some music again and, and it'll start all over. Well, when you're reading this story, then you understand that and you will find out that King Saul had David, the son of Jesse. They had him. He had him play music 
Every time he got depressed, every time the spirit of evilness fell upon King Saul, David came and played music for him to get him out of his funk, to get the, 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 the spirit to be lifted up off, off of him, David, before he became king. But as you keep reading, you start to realize something. The music stopped working. And just like people today, eventually the music stops working. And for King Saul, he started to get angry. Almost, not even almost, but he got angry to the point where he picked up a spear and threw it at David to try to kill him. As you will start to understand when this spirit just dwells upon a person over and over and over and they cannot break it, then anger starts to come in. Malicious type anger too. Where they don't care anymore who lives or dies. They don't care. And then the music that starts to get played starts to represent that type of feeling that they have. But let's keep this going. Like I said, you can find this in 1 Samuel. And then this spirit of evilness dwelt upon King Saul. To the point to where David just ran, never went back. He, he just ran and, and he was like, I'm out of here. I will not go back. And you can read this story. Again, like I said, 1 Samuel. And then the last chapter in 1 Samuel gives you a very, very vivid picture on what happened to King Saul at the very end because of this spirit. It's actually chapter 31. And in this chapter, chapter 31, if you read it, you will understand that this spirit got King Saul and his entire army. They all died. They went out to battle the wrong way and they all died. Just like some of these guys that I mentioned. This thing, this depression that fell upon these athletes, it got their entire families killed. Just like King Saul. Well, you just said it was his entire army. Yeah. And three of his four sons who was by the side of King Saul, they all died. Three of the four. And then I call him Saul's best friend, but it was his armor bearer. He died. He died right after King Saul died. And how did King Saul die? King Saul died because he committed suicide. King Saul killed himself. And then his armor bearer, who saw the whole thing, killed himself. This is that type of spirit. That is what you are dealing with. That is what these people are dealing with. And in Canada, they are going to help assist these people now. Now let's keep this going because now we understand something now. The Bible calls this a spirit of evil. It's a spirit of evilness that falls upon a person. And they'll do things to try to get it off of them. And it'll work for a little bit. But then it becomes stronger and stronger. And then eventually it kills everybody around them. But oh, the spirit's not done just because you're dead. Because you find out with King Saul that the people who did not like him get his body, chop his head off, 
his head, they chopped his head off a lifeless body. He was already dead, and they came and chopped his head off. They take his headless body and plaster up, plastered it up on a wall in a temple of theirs. It, it, it's, this is a evil spirit. And the people of Canada, the lawmakers of Canada, are helping and assisting not really the people, but they are now assisting the spirit. This is what you have to understand. And so now let's go back because I did say this is a judgment. I, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I highly doubt that I'm wrong. And it's a judgment of warning. They passed this law made. Like I said, it's been passed May 17th. And now, just a couple of weeks later, not even a full month later, hundreds upon hundreds of wildfires all start popping up at the exact same time in Canada. And this is so bad that the smoke, the toxic fumes that this stuff is just pushing out into the air is now working its way down. It worked its way towards the east coast of Canada. The fumes did. And then instead of going over the ocean, it, it just, it turned and worked its way south on the entire east coast of the United States of America. And it's very, very, apparently it's very bad, it's specifically in one specific state. That is New York City. To the point to where they are making emergency calls, alerts to everybody to stay indoors until all of these fumes pass. And here's the, the odd part about it. Because it's not working its way out of the United States. These fumes are now turning again and working its way back west through the United States of America. So for some reason, the fumes, the smoke, all of this stuff that's going on in Canada, it's working its way through the United States and it's staying in the United States. And wherever this cloud goes, basically, everyone has to go inside and stay inside until it passes. I don't think people truly are understanding something like this. They're saying, oh, it's global warming. No, there is global warming, I guess, if that's what you want to go on. But you got to understand something. This is a odd phenomenon. First, all the fires, maybe not all, but most of these fires popped up at the exact same time. The same second, they all just poof, came up. And then all the toxic fumes worked its way east, stays over land, works its way down south on the east coast, and then it's now going to push its way back to the west coast. Basically, it's staying over land, and it will not go over water. Now, if people truly understood the hand of God and his judgment, if you understand it, then you would, automa you would automatically think and it would come to you. This is a judgment upon Canada and 
the fumes, it's God telling everybody, especially those who are getting these toxic fumes in their air supply, and they can't even see, they can't even see anything. It's just reddish orange everywhere. Can't breathe it. It's a warning. You keep this up, and if you yourself decide to follow suit, it's going to be worse for you. People do not want to actually admit that God judges people. Before they die, he will judge you. And apparently, this type of judgment, it actually looks like the same type of judgment that fell upon Saul. King Saul, that is. That got everybody in trouble. I mentioned Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, I believe that's their prime minister out there in Canada. He was the one in their parliament, they passed this law. And when they passed it, boom, fire. Everyone gets in trouble. Just like King Saul. He got everybody in trouble. So what are you trying to say? How, how did all of this happen first off to King Saul? Well, I can almost tell you. If you, if you read this, if you decide to read about this story in 1 Samuel, the book of 1 Samuel, yeah, 1 Samuel, sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. But read about it, and you will understand that it happened because King Saul became disobedient. And then he lies about his disobedience and never stopped, never apologized, and did not, most importantly, repent. He just kept it going. And because of his disobedience and lying, the spirit of evilness fell upon him. And it got basically his entire army killed, his sons killed, his armor bearer killed, and then him killed. So what does that have to do with Justin Trudeau? Guy who's running Canada. Maybe it's because he's corrupt. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he's not. I don't know the guy. I don't really listen to anything he says. But just maybe his disobedience to God's word, and I can almost guarantee you, like I said, I don't know the guy, I'd never talked to him, none of that, I don't know, really know too much about him. However, he doesn't strike me as a guy when I see something about him that he doesn't know what's in the Bible. I actually think he knows exactly what's in the Bible. He's just disobedient, and in today's terms, he is a corrupt man. And then on top of it, he is a liar. And he refuses to turn from those ways. And instead of turning, he passes, he doubles down and passes legislation in Canada to help assist this evil spirit of suicide into doing its bidding. And God is saying to Canada, you better stop. Oh, and for the people of New York, with your corruption that you're going on, not the citizens per se, but the government officials. Ooh, man. These government officials who are also disobedient and in today's language, corrupt, and now they are lying. What are they lying about? There's a bunch of things in New York that these politicians are lying about. You better stop because if you don't, it's going to get worse. Understand, 
all of this and to stop this type of evilness, all you got to do is stop, apologize, and like I said, most importantly, repent. Because if you don't, if you don't, the Aaron Hernandez treatment is on its way. The, the, the treatment of suicide is at a doorstep near you. And it's not going to be pleasant. And it's going to take out a lot of people because of your own disobedience and lying. Understand that. This is not a sensitive topic. This is not a topic that people can just talk lightly about. And if you are one who is truly suffering with this type of illness, please reach out to a person who is going to have your best interests in their mind and at heart. And they're going to tell you the truth and then help you work your way out of it to see life, not death. Thank you for listening to The Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. Go ahead and go to A3S2 The Island. Again, that's A3S2 The Island on Rumble. And there you can see my awesome face. You can also find me at As The Island on Twitter. That is A-S The Island on Twitter. And you'll see a lot of stories and everything. You know, contact me. Go ahead and communicate with me. Let's have a nice conversation there. I do answer back. And if you want to catch up on every previous episode, just go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. Again, that's rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. And you can catch up on every episode that I've done. Again, I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and thank you for listening to The Island Podcast.